There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed. And that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWireSports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome, oh Sopranos heads, uh, uh, welcome back to Oh a Sopranos podcast, the best Sopranos podcast, <laughs> the best Sopranos podcast, as the always, one, the, only, the only game in town, the only yeah. one worth it. The only one that doesn't do stupid shit. Yeah, um, I guess, no, I think that I think there's been like three uh, like new Sopranos podcasts since we started ours, and I thought nah. we were late late to the game. Nah, I, think I don't that, think that's correct, actually. I think um I think that someone I went to um college with does one. What the fuck spells? And um, you gotta yeah, hit that in the bud, man. Yeah, I mean we don't talk. I don't talk to him, but they were like, oh, we just kept we just went past like ten. 10 million down or, or something like what like, no you didn't you definitely <laughs> did it you have 10 like million downloads you have like yeah, five yeah. likes did you on go to your college Facebook with steve sharippa is that the podcast <laughs> no yeah. um but you know hey and i don't think they like have uh uh as good of a work ethic as we do <laughs> oh, oh you know oh, oh wow. and that's saying that's <laughs> yeah. i know that's a statement i know you know so um yeah, we, uh, you we, know, we, we churn this out, you know, we, we pump our entire lives <laughs> hey, into it. We, we consistently record every single week. Yeah, hey, I say we've Always been pretty good, though. I know we have been pretty good. I mean, how, <laughs> are we coming? Are we have we been doing it for almost a year or coming up on maybe a year, like in a couple we've, months? No, we've, well, we've a year and a half. Well, over a year. Yeah. Oh, a year <laughs> yeah. and a half. Yeah, I just did yeah. last year has just been I've just erased it from my mind. <laughs> um, I can't imagine why um yeah you're gonna have to two years to get to season five baby hey. one. Season five. this is where Cinco it gets the fucking cooking this is where yeah. all you little soprano fans are like oh good give me fucking robert loja give me fucking steve buscemi Stemi. give me give me uh frank vincent frank vincent give me the guy who plays angelo Give me all the other Frankie guys. Valley. Yeah. Frankie <laughs> Valley. Hell yeah. Um, uh, How green yeah. was my fucking Frankie Valley? <laughs> nice. 
uh yeah this is where the show finally gets good you guys we've been waiting a long time <laughs> but uh <laughs> yeah. but yeah season finally. season five premiere two tonys uh oh first i i, I do want to say anybody who has questions comments concerns anything you want to hear us talk about you want to tell us to go fuck ourselves tell us we'll gladly read that and and we'll have a prepared rebuttal for you but uh but oh, yeah, yeah send us some shit to talk about guys we we, we want some we want to hear your thoughts uh okay so season five let's do let's do like a little like pre-game discussion here because it was quite a stretch between white caps and two tonys uh i think it actually ended up being a a total of year and a half 15 months something like that so not quite a year and a half wow um but it was this aired we 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 said the last step i think we we said like the we went an entire year in college without a season (laughs) Yes. Well, our spring semester, sophomore year was when this was airing. So we, right. so it, right. It so just about fall semester, yeah. freshman year. So it was, it was over a year. Yeah. But, yeah. uh, insane. but this yeah, was, I was graduating college. You yeah. fucking old fogey. Um, wait, what did it air? What March of March 7th, 2004 and white caps aired December 8th, 2002. So, um, so we had quite a wait back then. Like, I feel like now, television seasons take this long there's i mean game of thrones they had like a huge fucking almost like two years like i mean that's game of thrones but yeah the undertaking that that show was like yes but also i think i think shows generally take their time we're not network shows but like no 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 i agree but this is this is uh, i don't know 15 months well especially back then it was very weird yeah weren't they holding out for like money or something or was that an issue they might have been uh Mm. but i also i mean originally like back in like like when season two was airing yeah yeah the contract was only for four seasons and david chase was saying i'm done after season four oh right Uh, and then and then he eventually said like yeah, I think there's more stories. He didn't intend to end with White Caps. He knew they were coming back at that point. But uh, like early on, he had only planned out for four seasons. So luckily, and then when when they were like, "We're doing season five, he was like, "Definitely not doing a season six. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. we know. And then he decided out, to but... do uh, two season sixes instead. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I do. I uh, remember the trailer for this, like posting, you know, like months in advance. And I, I vividly remember the bit from this episode of AJ, like jumping up from the drum set and knocking over the oh, hi-hat. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. you were like, oh, fuck. Fuck the house is under attack. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Little did we know. It was, yeah, it was, but for, you know, from a bear. Uh, from a giant not, bear. Yeah. From a bear. Um, yeah, I remember Annie. the poster for the season, the Annie Leibovitz uh, shot yeah. poster. Do you guys remember? It was, it was like the cast on like a boat. Mm-hmm. uh with uh what bridge was in the background i don't even remember some some bridge in the background but like all the dead uh the people who were killed people off the show their dead bodies were like in the, the mud around the, yeah, the this water. like little raft right yeah right yep yep richie ralphie pussy gloria like mm-hmm. got me so pumped um oh, yeah. and then of course to see busemi sitting on that boat with the rest of the cast was was so cool uh so but good. uh I, I also i had like a a magazine like fold out that like when you opened it, it played the Sopranos theme. Like they like oh, shit. the yeah, the marketing money, for the season held on to that. I think it's still. Uh, I don't know if it still plays. But yeah. I, I don't <laughs> throw anything. I'm like. So. It almost I'm looking seemed... just for. 
Go just ahead, for the you know people who are listening, I'm I was looking at the picture and I'm pretty sure that's the Pulaski Skyway, which is oh, is it North Jersey? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they have like the of course the which is the in the which is in the opening too. Right. Yeah, right. and they have the obligatory yeah. like uh, flock of ducks or whatever flying off into the sunset. Yeah, yeah always yeah, teasing yeah. the ducks. Um, but there so was, dope. but I mean, maybe short of the finale, like there, there was. I I feel like there was nothing more hyped up than this season. Obviously, the 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 yeah. amount of time off like contributed to that, but also just. Yeah. People were so excited that like Buscemi was going to be in this season as an actor. Cast and... announcements were insane. Yeah. Um, also, just the way White Caps t- left us, like. Yeah, exactly. T- like, yeah, beginning of season with Tony and Carmela separated, which was just right. such a departure. Um, yeah. And and this season is like it's almost like David Chase decided like okay, so season four was uh criticized for perhaps being a little slow a little light on the whackings and i think i'm pretty sure season five is the bloodiest season has the highest body count so it almost seems like this season is a bit in a response to the criticisms of last season um and of course like the the climax of this season is great i mean long-term parking and and all due respect is is pretty big one-two punch there um but uh but yeah let's let's uh let's get into the ep what do you say, guys? Let's do it. Yeah, I say, I mean, yeah. let's do it. We didn't even get uh, introduced by Joe. I mean, oh yeah, we skipped right over that. I, I was gonna, we're a little rusty. I was gonna, yeah, I was gonna make a great joke about uh, my name being Trapper John, but I guess. I'll have well, to... there you go. You did it. I mean, Glad we circled back to get that in. I mean, thank um, you. two Tonys, or or we could have been the two Tonys, Paul. Tony, yes, you're right. Just uh, keep pitching more. More and more, more dumb jokes. Let's keep stalling. Keep stalling. Let's not talk. Okay. Written by David Chase and Terrence Winter. Directed by Tim Van Patten. Uh, season five, episode one, two Tonys. This is the one where a bunch of New Jersey and New York mobsters are released from prison. Uh, Tony reaches out to Dr. Melfi, but not for therapy. Uh, a dinner in Atlantic City leaves one asshole waiter dead. And some New Jersey wildlife lurks around the Sopranos' home. And this time, boys... It ain't ducks. Oh. Um, okay, so it opens with uh, Emmy Lou Harris's "Heaven Only Knows." We get these shots. It's almost like a like a post apocalyptic version of The Sopranos' home. Leaves in the yard. The fucking grill is open. Pool oh, is covered, so as we know. Pool is like always like the analogy for the family. So when it's covered up, they're making a statement here. Families yeah. in, in shambles. Um, and of course, the traditional season opening shot of Tony shuffling down the driveway to pick up the star ledger is replaced by meadow uh running over the star ledger in her like really noticeably uh not well kept up car uh she hasn't noticed that it's like covered in an inch of dust and there's like dents all over it so fucking those little details to because meadow would absolutely not take care of her car and wash her car (laughs) like yeah also like like she's parking in the city somewhere it's probably just like sitting like who, like true yeah fucking garage or something right uh, uh and, and i will and we're to assume uh that tony bought her that car right of course yeah absolutely been, if, if he's been buying aj all that shit like oh my first of all as somebody who owned a drum set as a child five thousand dollars for a fucking drum set what the fuck i mean that that's like beyond professional like I, it's it's a good touch because it's like oh my god like it's not like Tony like was like 
I'm not paying that much. Like you're gonna get a starter set. Like he got him like the top of the line, like fucking right. best. He's like, I'm gonna set. get you the best drum set, and you're gonna love me, and and not your mother. <laughs> and clearly, <laughs> and clearly, you know, it made him sound great because he's man. Hey, he's he's, he's, he's a regular jam. John. Also, it's kind of, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he does sound not bad. Yeah. Oh, I was just um, sounds fucking terrible. <laughs> oh really i don't know i think yeah. for someone who probably has like no lessons I, I don't know i have no idea though i'm not really paying that's true. i was more paying attention to the convertible being down um when it's like there are no leaves yeah. on the trees right right yeah we see, i wonder like, if she i wonder yeah. if she knows how to put it up you know <laughs> yeah yeah the opening shot it's like clearly shows that it's autumn mm. right right i mean you can probably still get away with it but you know i'm sure you're gonna be cold yeah yep Man, as, on, as someone who owns a owns a convertible type oh, car, uh, flex, awful... big flex, big flex. Well, <laughs> you always got to show off, man. Yeah, yeah no, dude, you know, I got I got to create this aura, you know, surrounding me <laughs> in, the, in the listener's mind of right. who I am. Everybody's like, yep. "Oh shit, he drives a convertible." <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So, so she rolls up. They're heading to. They're, she's picking up AJ for Sunday dinner, which is now at the Bacalieri residence. Um, so, so in the show, actually, like almost as much time has passed since when we last saw them. And that was something that was kind of cool. Like a lot of shows end on cliffhangers and like pick up right where they left off the next season. But no, like in Sopranos world, you know, as time goes on in our world, so it does for the characters. Uh, Janice and Bobby are married now, mm-hmm. um, which they get in with a little exposition about Janice. Janice lost her ring in the in the garbage or something like that. Um, typical Janice. It's in that roast. Someone's eating it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. definitely in the roast. Yeah, little little Bobby's eating it, but he's not even noticing. He's just fucking wolfing down shit. Ooh, but uh, ring tastes good. <laughs> delicious ring. Um, yeah, and so Tony's got the TV on. And this is where we're introduced to the class of 04. A uh, bunch of mobsters who were jailed in the 80s finally getting released. We got um, Soprano Capo Regime, Feech Lamana, Robert Loja, who we have heard about previously um, multiple Hard times. Game. I think season seasons one and three, maybe season two and three. They, they mentioned Tony and, and uh, Jackie Sr. holding up Feech's card game. Um, so he's he's a little bit of a legendary status. It was very exciting to see that he was actually going to be a character. Uh, we get Lupertazzi, Consigliere, Angelo Gareppi, played by Joe Santos. Hey, guys, I came prepared. I knew who Angelo was. Damn, dog. Uh, he had worked with David Chase on Rockford Files. Um, then we get uh, Phil Leotardo, of course. Um, did we talk? He almost played. He was almost cast as Uncle Junior. Yes. Uh, Frank Vincent, like which entirely different uh, picture. Yeah, um, definitely, he got show would have failed. If that happened. Yeah. <laughs> he got the right. He got the right role. He got the right yeah. role that he was going yeah. for. Um, and of course, Tony's cousin, Tony B, Tony Blundetto, Steve Buscemi. Uh, yeah, you know, dis- I also dis- appreciate dis- that. Dis- I was going to say dis- disturbing that Janice like super horny to like see the picture they use of him and and she's like yeah he was a fox like she's all horned out for him that's your fucking cousin a little bit of a red flag uh it's fucking weird sopranos 
Not for Janice, you know, not for her. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> True. If he was around, she'd be doing coke with him in a bathroom somewhere. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah uh, that's yeah. a good point. That's a good point. You could see them at a Rolling Stones <laughs> concert together, fucking doing doing yeah. crank. <laughs> um, what are you doing to me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah. I. I gotta say. I appreciate that they. They. They named. Uh. They named him also Tony. I mean, obviously yeah. they're they're playing with some like thematic things with like you know different versions of Tony. What Tony Soprano could have been if things had gone differently for him. But also like all Italian families have like fucking six Tonys and seven Christophers and yeah. Yeah. Surprise. There's are there any Michaels? There's no Michaels. Mike. There's no Mikes in Sopranos. No. Dropping the ball. Dropping the ball. Um, anyway. Paul Meese. Anyway. Mikey. Mikey there he Mikey. is. I knew it. Um, anyway, so uh yeah, let's 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 do like let's talk about the mafia stuff this episode first. Hell and then we'll yeah. get into like Polly Chris and, and the bear and all that shit. Uh all so Feach, obviously, shit. yeah, all that fucking horse shit. Uh Feach obviously uh is out of jail. We first meet him at like a little lunch that Uncle Junior at Uncle Junior's. Um, I guess he brought over some fucking like dandelions or some shit to to prepare for Uncle Junior. Um, but anyway, you know, off the off the jump, Feach is a hothead, screaming and snarling and telling him stories about you know how he beat up the biggest blackest guy in jail. So, you know, Uncle June seems thrilled that he's there. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So, like, uh, oh, we, God, now we got to have a dinner for this guy. Now we got to, now we got to. <laughs> yeah. yeah okay. I mean, I guess, I guess. Yeah. How would Uncle June, like, what, what do you think is, is going through Uncle June's head? Is he like, oh, I'm not the oldest fuck in the, in the family anymore? I mean, also, but like Uncle June is so easily annoyed by people and he's so. <laughs> fucking loud and obnoxious like right, you know right. like from back in the day uncle yeah. june probably fucking like kind of can't stand him <laughs> yeah 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 i'm sure yeah I, yeah i mean and also like junior I, I feel like has always sort of been uh not the most popular guy in the family you get that impression yeah, yeah. johnny boy for sure oh uh, he was but- like yeah he was the charismatic one yeah, but, but you hear stories about how Junior was like a creep from like later this season, Fran yeah. Feldstein and shit yep, like that. Yep. And, yep. Uh, not that the guys would care that he's like creeping on, on <laughs> a woman, but you know, no. but he's you just get that a, impression. He's definitely like a weirdo. Yeah, yeah. It's black sheep. Um, yep. So that's where we first meet Feach. He says he wants back in the business as long as he doesn't, and Tony says it's fine as long as he doesn't step on anybody's toes. I'm Fred Astaire. I'm Fred Astaire. Uh, yeah. One of my favorite lines in the whole series. <laughs> Fucking great. His delivery yeah, is great. so good. Well, he, well done. He's, it's, it's, you know, I'm sure we'll like get, get into it down the road about like his, his issues with his lines and like the fact Loja, that had, yeah. and the fact yeah. that they had to cut him out early in the season, but yeah. that always breaks my heart. Cause he's so fucking good. He's so yeah. good. For sure. Oh it's yeah. That is like, Oh yeah. Going. Um, and then Angelo, we first meet Angelo. Um, uh, was always fucking eating on the show. They're having lunch on the golf course, uh, with Johnny Sack and Carmine Sr. Um, we find out that Angelo was like best buddies with Tony B in the can. Angelo, opposite of Feach, 
seems like super nice guy, just kind of wants to fade off into retirement. You know, he says as much later on. Grandkids. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. What what Um, always bothers me about this scene is that he doesn't know right away, like who Tony B is to who Tony Blundetto is like, he's like, Oh yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. yeah. That's that. Right. I thought that was so strange. He's like, Oh yeah. Here he's, yeah. I loved him. He's like my best friend. I'm like, wait, (laughs) it's Tony's cousin. Yeah. I mean, but also like, would, does he know that he's actually Tony's cousin? They have different last names. It could be uh, one of those things again, where it's never like, came up. I uh, know it probably came up, but you know, how often did he remind Angelo that, you know, Tony Soprano is my cousin, you know? Right. 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 You I know, he just it, knew he was part of the Jersey crew, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Also, but I think it's man. like, it, yeah. it's the, like, it's the direction or the writing of that. Like, yeah, moment. It's, just, it's like, no, it, you're right. The, the reading should, of it seems sounds false. It, it, it seems like he doesn't know like uh, yeah. who he is at first, like, right, and then right. he's like, "Oh right, like, yeah, no, you would know immediately." Like, also, they would talk, have talked about Tony Soprano, like, right, you know, like, yeah. Would, also, yeah, you right. know, like, what, what, fuck, what kind of fucking characters Angelo throughout the whole fucking show? Like, yeah. I mean, it's it, it, it's, it's kind of just a body. He's just a body. Like, he yeah, really, it seems, it seems really like they. So, Somebody for them to whack. Yeah, they yeah. wrote him just yeah. to just to kill him off. Just to, um, just to create that triangle power struggle. Struggle, really. right? Right. And um, and Golius makes like a good point. It's like we see the dichotomy of like these two old timers who come out at the same time, and one wants to yeah. go, one, one wants to right. stay in the business. And so, yeah, well, one's so a hothead, and one's like more like doesn't remember who's related to. Well, yeah, and you think <laughs> yeah. about like all the other characters released from jail. <laughs> Uh, like they can't all just be pain in the asses to Tony, you know? So, right. Yeah. Right. Right. One guy um, remembers every single thing he did in prison every <laughs> single day. And one guy forgets right. his best friend from prison. Right? Hey, okay. There you go. I mean, yeah. all right. Now, yeah. now our brilliant character. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Favorite Perfect. Character. Perfect. Uh, yes. So, and then we, we essentially say goodbye to uh, Carmine senior, um, this episode because a uh, little development he has a stroke at that lunch I, lo- I i always thought it was uh interesting that he's like smells like burning hair he's like i smell cut grass but then like later in the season um valentina actually has her hair catch on fire mm-hmm. <laughs> which is yep. like kind of like a weird foreshadow like i mean i don't think they knew that they were going to write that at this point but just kind of like a strange little thing. Uh, um, yeah. I mean, yeah. burning hair is like a classic, like I'm having a yeah. stroke or I'm right. about yeah, to have a yeah. stroke. Right, right, right. right. Burning hair, burning uh, toast. I love yeah. Angelo. Like, yeah. get that egg salad out of there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a disgusting shot of uh, Tony Lip on his back with his mouth open full of chewed egg salad. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, that's great. This always this always struck me as like like the way that um, John Ventimiglia is playing it. Um, this always or John Van Amelia, God, fucking Johnny Sack. Um, uh, Vincent Caratola. Vin, Vincent Caratola. Uh, it always struck me that he is like playing it like he knows that Carmine is dying, and he's like trying to act like he doesn't. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, smell, I didn't. I didn't know. Like he's I, when he's like, I have. I fresh. I, I smell fresh cut grass. 
Oh yeah. It's almost yeah. like he's kind of like he like can tell. That's a, the the way it's always read to me is like he can tell that Carmine is fucking passing like passing away. Oh, that, I didn't pick that's, up on that. That's um, they, you know, he's I don't know, maybe because Tony kind of <laughs> looks like what? What are you talking about? Like kind of like right. concerned a little. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Possible. Listeners, did you? How did you read that moment? <laughs> did Vince Caratelli play that as though he was <laughs> relishing the moment of? Did his boss choking on some egg salad to death? Did Johnny uh, Sack somehow give him a stroke? <laughs> right. He shot right. him with, with something that would right. initiate yep. a stroke. I, what did he put uh, in that egg salad? It might not have been mayo. Fuck, we never found out. We never found out. Um, I don't know. Just, but yes. you know, I'm not saying either way. I'm just, it's it's interesting, you know? It's interesting. It's interesting. I mean, well, there's medicine out there that like stops a stroke or stops a like or reverses a stroke. I forget what it exactly does. So maybe you know he just created the, you know, the antithesis of that. Yeah, but also, I mean, Carmine Senior doesn't look like a guy who would not have a stroke. So uh, <laughs> no, true. No, that's very true. But yeah, I think Johnny true. Sack just on his own. That <laughs> Johnny Sack definitely shot him with stroke serum that he made yeah, yeah, in yeah. his lab. Yep. In the egg salad, in place of the gherkins, he's the, smoking uh, in he's smoking in the hospital like chapel or whatever. Like, I wonder if I could smoke. Yeah, what in the, the answer is yeah. fucking no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Johnny, come on. Um, yeah. yeah, but this is sort of the watershed moment for the rest of the season. This sort of sets up the mm-hmm. he, the big dichotomy between you know he Johnny is the one who is on the phone next to little Carmine who went down who went back down to Florida. See him in the pool. Pool means Florida, guys. He's oh, down yeah. in Florida and uh, and gets the call. You know, he's like, I'm, I'm coming back up. And this is where the power struggle ensues, you know, with little Car- with Carmine Sr. out. Johnny obviously wants to vie for that top spot. And uh, little Carmine, uh, at the insistence of others, such as Frankie Valley's uh, Rusty Melio, uh, thinks that little Carmine should should uh, take the, the boss's chair. The hair appearance. Um, yes. Um but so, yeah, we get that scene at the hospital where Johnny reminds Tony, you know, he hasn't forgotten about uh, Tony leaving him in the lurch last season with uh, where they were going to whack Carmine Sr. Um, yeah, I love Tony's line. Like, what do you want, John? Oh, a fucking Whitman sampler? Yeah. Um, those are great. Good, those great throwback. Great yeah. throwback to uh, the Whitman sampler. I got, I brought him a Whitman's. <laughs> that's the, that's oh, the. Yeah. Obviously, that's the universal, uh, you know, gift of uh, I, I hope you feel better. <laughs> I hope you feel better about Valentine's murdering Day. somebody with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, so and really like this is from here. It's it's just complete deterioration of Johnny and Tony's relationship. Like, do you think that there's any way at this point, like there's anything Tony could have done at this point to improve relationships going forward or? Is this just doomed from the start? I guess, like outside of killing Carmine Jr., like <laughs> no, right? But no. would that be smart for him? You know, so uh, no. Oh, oh, you mean things like realistic things that he yeah. could have done? No, no, right. no. There's nothing. And like we said, like last season, I, I, I think like Tony absolutely did the right thing. <laughs> yeah, right. He, he, he made the right choice in the long yeah. run. It's the right choice. He even says it to Chris at some point where he's like, if, if Johnny and little Carmine fight, you know, they go to the mattresses, we pick up the pieces from the fallout, you know, we could, we could, you know, it could be to our benefit. So staying neutral as neutral as possible 
seems to be the only path forward here. Yeah. But uh, Tony B has some other thoughts about that in a few episodes. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's pretty much where we left the the mafia stuff. Let's let's move on to Tony and Melfi rekindling some romance or not? Ooh, rekindling, will they? Won't they with these two? <laughs> yeah. no, not, uh, to be a, to, not to be a, a dog, but she looks beautiful in this episode. She's looking fine. I, I, I looking think they, I think they good. they went out of their way to to make her look extra you know more done up like her makeup and stuff more than they um, I feel not a hard thing to do you mean the scene no, 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 where no. she was naked dave no, no not that scene no i mean like when he first when he first calls her even when she's in her office yeah. like yeah she's a little more done up you know yeah yeah well she's she's living a relatively stress-free life without tony as a patient now she's not having to go on the lamb and shit um but yeah, yep. so Tony gets reminded of her when when um, he's still dating Valentina, um, when they have uh, the Prince of Tides on in the background. Which have you guys seen that? I've never seen it. I've never yeah. seen it. Are either. you kidding me? My father loves Barbara Streisand. Of course, it's. Oh too. well. I thought you say he loves uh, Nolte. No, I, I love. No. no, my my dad always turns it on. He goes, "Oh, I love Streisand." <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Um, Shut up. Yeah, there's, I love I love <laughs> Tony recognizes something in the relationship between the the patient and the therapist, and, and that sort of makes him, I guess, reminisce about Melfi a bit. And also, you it's know, a, it's a good touch. It's a good touch. Right. He seems a little annoyed with Valentina, um, and so he's he's probably thinking like, you know, I know my wife, my guma's annoying the shit out of me. And then he's thinking of Dr. Melfi, right? So that sort yeah. of gets him into the headspace to, I'm going to give her a call. And he does. And he, and he tells her that um, he's separated from Carmela. Um, he tries to set up a date for the two of them. She declines, obviously. She feels unprofessional to date a former patient. Completely reasonable. Um, but then... I'd say so. Things get a little interesting because we see a little sexy scene between the two characters and you think it's one of tony's dreams the horn dog and then it's jennifer melfi's yeah she's she's doing a little nighttime dreaming tony soprano <laughs> um, oh is that is that funny joe she's doing a little nighttime dreaming <laughs> what the fuck i'm talking about man. um um not yeah, daydreaming do you think that's her uh naked no uh it might be no, yeah, been, i don't know she's, she's been topless and stuff before hasn't she oh yeah it's probably I mean, her yes like, from the front but i like, mean from the back um, yeah from the back oh, like that's yeah. like gotta be a button didn't they, yeah then they, gotta be a they well they well, well and that you don't know we don't know if that's what they did with carmela too or that that's a rumor yeah that they did that too right. oh with right. her with her ass yeah, and, uh, I'm not trying to be. Scene. I'm not trying to be pervy or lecherous. I'm just trying to no, like, no. you know, I'm just trying to ask the question: Who did she actually do it, or was there from a, a, right. from a filmmaking right. perspective? Right. Yeah. I. Bu- it's yeah, possible. I, I it's possible she did. Sure, it's possible. Possible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't would, know. I would. But, uh, I would bet on no. I would. I mean, on. it's HBO. They had to fill a quote, a tits quota. So. <laughs> yeah. Sure. <laughs> right. Um. But uh. But yeah. I mean. So after this this dream, um, I think we see her in the therapy session with uh, Kupferberg. 
um, talking about her initial attraction to Tony, uh, you know, powerful alpha, alpha male. Coverberg's like, maybe it's the Italian thing. Like, wh- what do you guys think is going on here? Is is she actually attracted to Tony? Is this like just yeah. a? You yes. think she is? Yeah, I think so. She sa- sure. she, she like, says she says so much that she, at least that she says that she she was at first, you know. Right, and then but then she's like, oh, but then the year after year, I saw the ugliness and heard the ugliness and this and that. Like, hey, I'm st- I'm still oh, attracted like, to people that I think are fucking wretched people, human beings. <laughs> <laughs> I think she is attracted. I think she definitely Physically, is attracted exactly. to him. I mean, she tells him too that she yeah. is. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I um I think like her you know her her better judgment uh, obviously wins and yes. that like she's never going to ever entertain those thoughts. The show would be it's one of those things where I mean we talked about it last week with like if Tony had hit Carmela like the show would just change forever like that would just right. not oh, yeah. like if if Melfi and Tony dated even for a few episodes that would just it would just ruin. It would just she's because she's the one character who puts like her convictions over like her impulses in the entire right. show, right? And and then to have her go against that would would just suck and oh, I think ruin her character. But I think making um, but from a writing standpoint, I think making her attracted to him makes it the most more believable. interesting. I, I think I also think the most believable. Like I, I agree. You know, we're not therapists, but I would imagine like. There like have to be some times transference, you, yeah. Like yeah, where you, um, just like uh, patients get attracted to their therapists, like I, you would imagine that therapists like have some sort of attraction attraction to right. some of their patients because they're spilling oh, their yeah. guts to oh, you yeah. and you you see like layers of them and also yeah. like we're just naturally like attracted to fucking different people. It just happens, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, it's believable. Um, but but I'm glad she doesn't act on it. Um, it makes her seem more human it makes her seem more human that she like does have attraction to him totally because sometimes she's you know she's got to be in robot mode and in the in the therapist chair but you know we we do see like the real moments from her and and the real side to her so yeah i mean it's good writing but i'm glad they didn't go there yeah i would i would have liked them to like have her just like rub one out to like a <laughs> like a news report of him yeah you know yeah. that would have that would have just made me like really then believe yeah. oh yeah she definitely likes it. hey yeah, yeah i smell a johnny the nut on the horizon <laughs> yeah. oh i don't i'll, I'll pitch him the idea i don't know he usually likes to that's it along he usually likes to like work, uh, work alone, work from his own, uh, <laughs> his own twisted right. mind. He doesn't take pitches. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. fine. But you um, know, we'll see. Perhaps organically, oh. like that'll just pop up for him. You know? Right. Yeah. Uh, ultimately, you know, he he does confront her. You know, he shows up a couple times at the at her office, uh, but in the final, uh, towards the end of the show, you know, he buys her cruise tickets. Um, <laughs> Like that's gonna change anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. And where are you going? I'm going on a week, two week cruise with with my therapist. Right. If oh, she's not gonna okay. get coffee with you, uh, she's not gonna go on a fucking boat with you, Tony. I'm sorry. Right. Um, but uh, but yeah, she he pretty much forces her into uh being a little blatantly honest with him. You know, you know, he's like, if it's not, if you don't like the cut of my jib, whatever, that's fine just tell me what it is. And she has to tell him, you know, I don't think I don't like your values. I don't like your morals. Um, you're not, 
respectable women. You're not respectable people. You're violent, you know, this and that. And Tony like immediately goes to calling her a gun. So yeah, that yeah. does not work out well. And yeah. I think that that moment sort of what a charm. Uh, yeah, puts into focus a little bit like how Tony has like sort of devolved or regressed into like because it's see it always came off as very childish to me. Like, oh, you're rejecting me? Okay, okay. Well, you're a fucking cunt. Um, yeah. and and you know, since his divorce from Carmela, I think he's regressed. But also, could you picture Tony season one Tony ever reacting to Melfi that way? No, no. I mean, I couldn't. Um, and I think it just it just snaps into focus where Tony is at the beginning of the season, you know. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. he's always just like been he's always a baby when he doesn't get what he wants, especially from women. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. not used to that, and she and he's wanted Melfi a long time, so this yeah. is this is not. Uh, Tony just does not have the tools in his toolbox to deal with this sort of rejection. Well, we see um, we see it again like down the road with like Juliana Skiff. He like sells like fucking expensive property to try to like right. win her over. <laughs> like, yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. He'll, he'll do um, anything when like women uh, sort of play hard to get with him, yeah. which is pretty rare for him. Right. Um, and then of course his immediate reaction is to, he needs to go somewhere where he feels, you know, needed and useful. Um, so he goes to deal with the bear problem. Let's talk about the bear problem. Um, coming around and Carmela and AJ and in, in that whole storyline here um obviously and this was actually ripped from the headlines I don't know if you guys knew that but like there were actually around this time there were actually like black bears eastern black bears like in northern Jersey like terrorizing fucking pets and people and shit and garbage cans and all that shit um so isn't that isn't that yard fenced in though am I wrong wouldn't they have a fence around that fucking yard um what the soprano's backyard how's this how's this bear oh. hop in the fence it doesn't seem like they have a fence but oh yeah maybe they don't you know because if you if you i mean i lived in a in a house there's a fence that, like, between kuzumano's house yes there's a fence there's yeah. a fence not in the not on the side there is mm. but right. but if you if you if your backyard goes up to the woods yeah you're not you're so, not putting a fence yeah. there yeah, that's why yeah. I lived. Uh, that's yeah, how yeah. like I grew up like that. Oh yeah, and that's how that's how Patsy came and pissed in the pool. Yeah, oh, right, right. Didn't right, see right. him jump the fence. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Tony, Tony does like you know do that later on in this in this season. Walk. walk. Oh yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, well <laughs> at the at the very end of the season. Right. Um, and that's sort of like the whole analogy. What do you think they're trying to? Because it's obvious that the bear sort of in a way represents Tony, like this like looming, large, ominous sort of threat that is sometimes there, sometimes not. You can't really, you don't really know how to deal with it. Um, am I reading that right? Like, what do you guys think of the bear and, and why they inserted it? Um, the bear, why they inserted it? Yeah, like like, you know, besides just an excuse to have Tony come over to the house, like, because it comes back throughout the season and obviously the season is bookended with, you know, there's that final shot after Tony in all due respect, after Tony runs away from Johnny sack getting, um, I think, I think, that's, by the FBI. I, I think that's why they did it to, just as to create like a, that, that sort of metaphor. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, 
Um, I don't know what it really means. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying but, to I'm trying to like um, articulate what it could be. Um, well, you know, just Tony sort of looming around the house this season and wanting to get back in, and you know, and and then he eventually does like um, right. like he's a wild animal from the woods, right? Um, right. Uh, I don't he's know. Like, like he's you know, like he he can a, always get. He's the wild animal that like can can come back. Right. Always gets his always gets in somehow. Always gets his way. Yeah. Uh, also, yeah, yeah, you know, never gets like, caught by the authorities. Know. Never gets caught. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. But also but also like kinda he keeps the family on eggshells, you know, right. like he's like moody and he has like a negative effect on the family a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and just the sense we, of danger and the, and the sense of danger that he presents to the family. Right, right, right. right. Sure. He's like a fucking wild bear. <laughs> uh I love it. Um so yeah, I mean that's basically the whole thing there. Uh, they'd never catch the bear. Um, Tony at the end, after he calls Melfi a cunt, goes there. Uh, I I do love that um, he sends Benny Fazio to like watch over the house while he's not there, and and Carmela like offers him the AK forty seven. Yeah, yeah. And when they when they open like the little hidden compartment thing, there's a fucking grenade in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> insane. Um, it's, yeah, so insane. I mean, you you wanted for that grenade to come back, but <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. when right. the fuck would they use a grenade? Right. Um. Anyway. Uh, Marco Polo. Yeah, Tony. Marco Polo. They could like, you know, <laughs> yeah. throw, throw it in the pool. Some pool game. Some pool game. Yeah, he's a fucking metaphor for the pool. Throw a fucking yeah. grenade in there. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, and ultimately Tony ends up sitting and guarding the house, <clears throat> and there's that like beloved shot of Tony smoking the cigar. Kind of silhouetted, iconic, um, iconic. Yes. Um, and there's one storyline we missed: Polly Christopher, uh, which is which is a classic. You know, it's always uh, the show is always great when they when they put these two against each other, and of course they kick it off with them reminiscing in the Bing about the whole fucking Russian debacle, uh, and they yeah. end up getting into a fight about it. Um, yeah. It seemed a little bit like fan service at the time. I mean, yeah, at, at the yeah. time, I thought like, oh, maybe they are introducing the Russian. They're like, they want us to remember the Russian. Maybe he's coming back. Um, I think it was want, definitely wanted introduced us to, to, to be. Think. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, definitely introduced to be a tease. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's that. And I think it's also like, it was just like a natural way to have, to start off the storyline of Paulie and Chris button heads. Um, right. But also like, I love the little, it's definitely a jab at the viewers who would not shut the fuck up about the Russian where the Russian is for yeah. three years or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause, yeah. cause Patsy, I think asks like, well, what happened to the Russian guy? And Paulie's like, who the fuck cares? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Right. Um, that was definitely directed at the audience. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, but, but yeah, so they get into a tiff about who was responsible for that. It's definitely Paulie, but doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> Uh, you know, Chris is beginning to resent this custom that the mob has of like low man on the totem pole picking up the bill at, at all these like expensive restaurants, huge meals. Um, and he thinks that that Polly should pay, and he actually forces Polly to pay at uh at one of the meals. <clears throat> and uh I also love the line in that when they're talking about dinosaurs, he's like you know, that's why, uh, you know, bears, you know, 
they had their time, humans had our time. That's why there's no more dinosaurs. Uh, wasn't it a meteor? They're all meat eaters. <laughs> meteor. 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 <laughs> also, not true that they were all meat eaters, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Polly, yeah, right. <laughs> no fuck about dinosaurs. <laughs> I guess. Smart guy, smart guy. Uh, yes. Yeah. So then, uh, obviously, Polly complains to Tony about Christopher having him pick up the bill. Tony calls Chris in. Uh, this is one of my favorite, like, little throwaway lines when Chris is like, "This is about the Easter baskets." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I don't know what that is, and I don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is a great line. The fuck could the Easter is the mob stealing trucks of Easter baskets? What is going on? Uh, and why would Chris think he was in trouble with Tony for that? So I, I just I wish we could fill in the blank there. Um, There's got to be some connection. Easter baskets, Joey Peeps, Peeps, you know. Ah, uh, Peeps. Yes. Uh, probably, yeah. It's probably, Peep, that. probably this is a Peeps product placement that yeah. they're very allegorical the game with. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. They they hit that Peeps truck. <laughs> uh so then they go down to atlantic city um big meal paulie starts trying to run up the tab on purpose just to fuck with chris of course they get into an argument um they were outside after the meal the waiter follows up with them about a 20 dollar tip on a 1200 dollar bill uh which is which he absolutely should insane uh, yeah yeah, yeah. And he ends up getting a brick to the back of the fucking skull and uh, having a seizure. And I looked which up. Case... I looked up where that uh, parking lot was because I was interested, and it's it's actually the parking lot of where the crazy horse is supposed to be. It's that oh, same shit, really? parking lot. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Why were you interested in Not that parking AC. lot? Because I was like, is because they had the restaurant name out outside and uh, art department oh. did a great gotcha. job <laughs> making it look real out there. But Zansky, I was, like, was Zansky still on? Yeah, oh, oh, Zansky, I think. Uh, Full run. Uh, Did, uh, I was, so I was curious in... if it was a real restaurant, but no, it's just uh, they must have arted the the side of um, you know what was supposed to be the crazy horse. So. Oh wow, gotcha. that's cool. Yeah. Um, you know when he when he's having a seizure on the ground, they decide to cut their losses and just uh, just fucking kill the guy. Yeah. Um, and, but I, this, I, I, I love that they react like he has, he must have some medical problem. Like they didn't just fucking hit him in the back of the skull with a brick. Like <laughs> they have medication, these assholes. Yeah. You, three seconds ago, you threw a brick into the back of his head very, <laughs> extremely hard. Anyway, um, so they make off, and you know, hey, silver lining, guys, that guy had to die for no reason, but not really for no reason. It was so Paulie and, and Christopher could pretend to like each other again. Hey, there we go. <laughs> so that that was good. Um, yeah. That was a, like funny shot that like they, I don't know, just like I'm sorry, I'm sorry too. And Chris just goes back to reading in his apartment. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, oh well, classic. Kid. Hey, we were being a bunch of idiots, you know. I don't yeah. even remember what we were fighting about. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least no one got hurt. Yeah, 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 yep. yeah. Yep. Um, and that's uh, anything else about the about the app? What did I miss? Anything? We got any uh, come to doves lines or what? Come to oh, doves lines, do ever? Um, I don't know. I mean, me, um, me, me. I'm first. There is a that's like an all timer for me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, also, uh, little Pauly going. Uh, I wonder if I could use the WC. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah, what made, the fuck? That's always made me laugh. <laughs> I feel like this they were still trying to figure out little Polly's voice. 
Yeah, this guy says the WC. Like what? what? <laughs> like uh, maybe like he just like heard that recently, and like he he's like trying to. Yeah, you heard that from Feech. Carmella. Yeah, yeah, you heard it from Feech. <laughs> he like wants Carmella to think he's like really classy. <laughs> um, we are. Um, aren't we introduced to Matthew Weiner? Because yeah, this is, yes. This is also like the first season he wrote on, right? Yeah. First, yeah. Yeah. And he got the so, job uh because David Chase read the pilot for Mad Men. Oh right. Yeah. Which right. Ne- which you know got rejected at every whatever all, all, network. And, yeah, and he pitched it to HBO, right? And HBO yeah. was yes. like, nope. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Good yeah. job, HBO. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. Um yeah, can't he played the, uh Matthew can't have all the great played, uh, shows, I guess. Can't have all the yeah, great he, he played the mob guy, uh or the mob like analyst or whatever. Journalist, yeah. Journalist um on tv in the opening scene uh, always great uh, always always great having like the like herb like fucking writers going. <laughs> class <Yeah>. of 04 <laughs> it's gonna be a great year for mob journalists <laughs> mob journalists like, <laughs> okay <laughs> okay uh, all right we should have had him whacked <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I do love that they they cut to Tony like watching, and he's just like, "What the fuck? Give me a fucking break!" Yeah. <laughs> There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Um, cool. Well, should we move on to fucking internet? Fucking internet. Let's do it. Fucking internet. Let's, uh, not too much this week. Um, this one from user Juke, Jukebox Hero on Reddit. Oh. Uh, if the, waiter, if the waiter hadn't interrupted the escalating argument between Chris and Pauly, uh, what would have happened? What do you guys think? Because I believe Pauly was actually lunging for Chris's throat in that moment. Um, do you think this would have been the moment where, where it would have come to blows and perhaps yeah. uh, been fatal? Yeah. What do you guys think? Um, yeah, I think uh, I think it would Very have come possible. to blows. I don't know if it would have been fatal, mm. but he was definitely about to like you know start some shit. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, Polly was coming for Chris, uh, and I I want to say Chris would probably win that physical altercation. Um, maybe possibly, but yeah, Paulie's pretty fucking. Paulie can handle himself. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty. He's he works out. Where Chris yeah, doesn't, they, you know, he does right. drugs. They always like. Uh, they always like often like throughout the series like point out that like Paulie's like still kind of got it, you know, for an old yeah. guy, you know. Yeah, I mean, we see him lifting weights and stuff. Yeah, once in a while. Yeah. But Chris yeah. too, at when he's when when he's clean, 
I feel like we see Chris like lifting weights or whatever. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. They would, you know, they would have been evenly matched. But either way, Chris would have been in deep shit for for putting his hands on a captain, I guess. Or wait, is Chris a captain at this point? But he's nah. still like the f- most freshman. He's not a captain, right? No, he's not a captain. Yeah. Okay. No. The made man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's Chris would have been in deep shit. This whole it would have been a whole fucking thing. And you know, not good for for Jersey. Um, it is funny that like it, it 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 gets resolved, and like Tony will never know that they fucking just killed this waiter. <laughs> <laughs> he just assumes he, he just assumes that like oh, I was like water under the bridge. They worked it out. Like <laughs> I don't want to know. Right. Um, don't tell me. This. Yeah. Don't tell that's, me. That's 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 a different kind of Easter baskets. Tony doesn't want to know about. <laughs> um, <clears throat> this one from user variable one fourteen. Something weird about two Tonys. Does anyone else find it weird that the title is referring to the two sides of Tony as referenced in his conversation with Melfi, but that the season it launches is about Tony and his relationship to his cousin, Tony, the two Tonys. I'm sure you've all pondered that. I remember like thinking like, Oh, two Tonys, Busami's playing Tony Blundetto. That's what this episode is about. And then he's not in the episode, right? Like we only see him in the picture. But I remember thinking that was kind of weird. Yeah, but there's also the line like there's two Tony Sopranos. Right. Right. So well, I always confuse this episode with the next episode. With the next one. I yeah, was like true. I'm always Rat like, pack. oh, two Tonys. That's when uh, they throw a party for Tony Bondetto. And then I'm like, yeah. oh right. right. That's nope. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Weird sort of but hey, it works, I guess. Um I think I so. mean, I think, yeah, that's on purpose that they're they're saying, hey, there's two Tonys in this, you know, upcoming season, but there's also two Tonys hey, Soprano. According to Tony Soprano. According to him. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's basically one Tony Soprano and he's he's just all the way a douchebag. So um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. <clears throat> oh. This one from user Lifeguard. Yeah. Um, the ignored murder of the complaining server. How do we explain and accept that Paulie and Chris got away with murdering a server? who had just served a table full of mob guys, spent lavishly, and most importantly, perhaps, didn't pay their bill. Polly took the cash from the guy's body before they fled. Any reasonable investigation would make the people at the table the primary suspe- suspects and the events that actually occurred to be the most likely conclusion. He <laughs> um, goes on to detail that. Uh, but I think that's a pretty good call. Oh it's man, a fair, yeah, that's it's a very great, fair that's point. The, yeah. that's, the greatest, <laughs> that's the greatest fucking internet we've had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I mean, I mean, I, I, yeah. Like, you know, like I feel like so, so many fucking internets are people like, how did he get away with the like that? Just killing so and so. This is the most blatant one. Like, this is. This yeah, is, I mean, they're all yeah. together. They're in public. I'm I mean, trying, I'm trying it's to think Atlantic in my head. City. <laughs> I'm trying to think in my head how I could justify how I could justify it like being swept on the rug or not being investigated but there's absolutely know, a camera I don't know, has, I don't know. he camera. has to be a camera in that fucking parking lot well like, that no I mean in 2004 you don't think so? 2004 I don't know maybe maybe 2020 I mean, maybe but it's um, it's, it's not 1984 like I, I mean <laughs> yeah, like, but you know the, that's the, there wasn't there wasn't there wasn't this is pre iPhone. There wasn't like as yeah. much stuff like like that around. There, was, I, there wasn't yeah, necessarily. Like, there was, there was, but like, I mean, it, like it, it did over. seem like an upscale restaurant. I mean, the waiter is in like a yeah. tux, so there yeah. might have oh, there sure. was probably 
some sort of surveillance, but you know, I tell you what, have you ever, have you ever, have you ever walked the streets of Atlantic city? (laughs) No, no, I haven't. Have not. Yeah. There's the, no one gives a fuck. Like no one cares about, especially in 2004. It's probably still to, to this day. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, there's some areas that you can't, Walk. But even still, even yeah. without a camera, but yeah. I mean, pretty yeah, suspect. No, the, yeah, the biggest point uh, is like the fact that like, yeah, there's this fucking table full of obvious mobsters eating. Right. And right. Well, all of a sudden their sure. waiter is dead. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, Lifeguard went on to write, you know, you have to assume the Sopranos had some sort of connection in the police department um, or at the restaurant to somehow squash the investigation. Yeah, um, probably probably knew like the manager of the restaurant and they, yeah, yeah, except that yeah. that paulie says specifically that nobody knew that they were down there so right, you know, right. I, I don't know yeah. i ultimately you know we're, we're not making a fucking crime procedural here you know this no, is not no, the show no. uh so uh yeah i mean good yeah, call lifeguard. Though, lifeguard yeah you're right um let's see um this one from user Ghost of Bohemia. Two questions about the two Tonys. Number one, AJ laments the fact that Janice is preparing canned clam chowder. Growing up in Jersey, I don't remember too many people making or eating clam chowder. Is it safe to assume AJ is referring to Manhattan clam chowder as opposed to, say, New England clam chowder? Does he say can? Does he can. say this canned? Is- yeah, canned clam yeah. chowder. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought uh, I thought he said pan, like she cooked it in a pan. <laughs> oh no, oh. It said canned clam canned. chowder. Pan. Uh, what <laughs> I don't know. It's and Janice, you know. Yeah, um, I think it's yeah. just showing that AJ is like a little spoiled. He's spoiled by Carmela's cooking, and of course, tell you what, used to canned clam chowder. Canned clam chowder is not good. Oh, I ate a fuck ton of it. The Progresso kind. Not no, the Campbell's. Never. The Campbell's I would never, where you have to like add milk. That shit's disgusting. No, but I would never I would never eat Campbell's or progressive clam chowder. I'd rather get it from a place or make it myself. And you're a soup so, guy. So so, so yeah, I understand. I understand, AJ. Um but having know, like but having uh clam chowder before you're having like a roast is kinda I mean I, it was probably well, Manhattan clam chowder if I had to guess, but um yeah. I can't imagine they were having New England clam chowder before, but it is Janice. She like doesn't really. You can have clam chowder as like a as like a soup before a meal. Sure. No, no, no. I'm saying that particular meal that'd be kind of bizarre. To, like I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, Manhattan, Manhattan clam chowder would uh, would make the most sense. We can all agree, Rhode Island clam chowder disgusting. Worst. <laughs> yeah. Worthless. <laughs> Worthless. Looks like uh, fucking like soap water. You know, and they're not having these. They're not going to fucking tell you this on on other Sopranos podcasts. They're That's not right. going to have whoa, whoa. the clam yeah. chowder discussion. Don't tell Lou DiMaggio um, and that crew up in uh, I did, Rhode Island. Rhode Island. Said <laughs> that. No, why wouldn't you? You can have clam chowder. Here's some good clam chowder at Outback Steakhouse, and that's a clam oh, chowder yeah. okay. you would have. Yeah. You would have true before, before steak. a steak. That's true. Sure. Yeah. Okay, that's why not? true. All um, right. Man, I want to listeners go to tell us tell us where you've had your favorite clam chowder. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, uh, Ghost of Bohemia asked a second question, but it's equally worthless, so we'll move on. Um, <laughs> this one from user Curtis sixty four. Um, oh, something I noticed in episode two, Tony's Tony's with Valentina when he has to get going. She asks, 
you're leaving? Tony says he's got an international call. I believe he says overseas call. A little bit later, Tony and Carm are arguing and Furio gets brought up. Carm says that Tony's been calling over or yeah, Tony's been calling over there trying to threaten the guy. Do you think mm-hmm. the call that Tony has when he's with Valentina is him calling over to Italy to try and find and threaten Furio? What do you guys think? Maybe, or it's just him trying to get the fuck out of there. Because he, he's yeah, clearly, probably, think, yeah. Yeah, he's clearly over Probably her. just him yeah. trying to get the fuck out. It could be either one. Yeah. It could be either yeah. one. I mean, how like hands-on do you imagine Tony is in overseeing this search for Furio and and some sort of revenge for his wife just fantasizing about the man? I do love I do love that shit when uh uh well he did skip he, he did just, skip out on him. He just, yeah, he did. Yeah. He he just had coffee and t- and Tony goes and now the coffee and now the coffee maker fucking sucks. You know like yeah. <laughs> ah, love How do you like them apples. Yeah. How do you yeah. like them apples? How do you like them apples? Now the coffee <laughs> maker sucks. Uh yeah, it could be um but who knows. Uh this who final knows? one. Hey, who cares? Who gives hey, fuck? Hey. Who knows? Who cares? That's pretty much every answer to fucking internet. <laughs> That's true. Uh, you know, some of them. You know, one might, hey, one might argue, who the fuck cares about this? In uh, this one, we don't have to answer, but because we sort of touched on it, but I just wanted to uh, read it to let us know. You know, we, we are thinking what the fans are thinking here. User Monster Mace. Are those really Melfi's tits in the two Tonys episode? <laughs> Or is that a body double? Yeah, we we said it a little differently. Yeah, I know. Uh, uh, I mean, yeah, I think it is body double. <laughs> uh, no, body. well, no, not 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 in the front. Because I don't it, think that shot. It would that would be weird. I, I would that would be like CGI'd or something. Yeah, or something. it would be like CGI'd. I don't possibly. <laughs> um, yeah, those were Livia's tits, I think, actually. <laughs> Gross. Uh, all right, well, look, look, we look, we know <laughs> that that's what the fans want to talk about, and you know, happy to oblige, right? Yeah, right, 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 without being you know, let pervy, right? We talk about chowder, maybe we, we talk are. about tits, we all the all the important shit you guys want to hear about, yeah, we that's talk about like closed circuit fucking cameras like outside of parking lots in yeah yeah, yeah, 2004. yeah we really dissect these episodes this is the hard-hitting <laughs> analysis that yeah. you all crave right sorry uh, you want the other fucking broad you want the broad strokes go to the fucking joe's college friends podcast with 10 million fucking engagements or whatever the f- yeah, you uh, want to know what happened on get, fucking March 2004? What fucking yeah, bill yeah. was passed by the Senate? If Saxby Chambliss was elected to a fucking Senate seat or some shit? <laughs> yeah, you listen to like that other fucking garbage Sopranos podcast. That's right. That's right. <sighs> give us five stars. Give hey, us give stars. us five stars. Hit five it. stars. Give the other ones one star or no one stars. One star, no star. Yeah, give them no stars. And, uh, you know, you can always fucking find us at Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Give us a follow. Email us at osopranospod at gmail.com. We love to hear what you think and, you know, all kinds of shit, you know, stuff you hate, stuff you love, stuff you're just thinking about. Even if it's not about Sopranos, just send us stuff that, you know, it's on your mind. You know, we're, we're, always, we're always open to just hear your thoughts. Uh... <laughs> And yeah, give us a five-star review on iTunes. It helps. You can complain all you want, but give us five stars first. 
Until next week. Oh! Welcome to BreezeLine, where next-level internet speeds mean next-level productivity. Whether it's back to school, back to work, or back to reality, don't let slow internet slow down your game. Kick it up a notch with a game-changing offer of 1 gig fiber-fast speeds for only $59.99 per month. Choose BreezeLine and get next-level internet and faster speeds backed by a fiber-powered network. Terms and conditions apply. Go to BreezeLine.com to learn more.